Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. This is your unscripted, unedited podcast about working in the marketing and advertising world. Your hosts and marketing professionals, Victoria Yassam and Nicole Hearn, give you the good, the bad, and the ugly truth about what they deal with on a daily basis. Welcome to another episode of Mad Girls in Marketing. I'm Victoria. And I'm Nicole. And it is Halloween today. I love Halloween. You're fucking lying. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. I do not like Halloween. I've actually already started taking down my Halloween decorations. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. (laughs) I started Saturday. The kids are like, Mom, what are you doing? Don't take down the spider web. I'm like, oh my God. It, It just, if I feel like I'm in like a small box and I'm being suffocated when all that stuff's up. It's the same thing with Christmas. Like literally the next day after Christmas, I'm like taking things down. Oh my God. Like gone. Bye. See ya. Is it the clutter? Is that what you don't like? Is the it clutter? is. I think because my kids are young too and it's like there's stuff's everywhere and then I have spiders and I have ghosts and I have pumpkins and I have... Wait, wait, wait. wait. You have... You have what? Pumpkins. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know there was a an N in the middle of pumpkin. <laughs> Listen, we are not going to make this podcast about the way that I talk about things, okay? I am from Look, Baltimore. I am from Baltimore. Look, I'm just saying phonetically it is not spelled correctly. <clears throat> Anywho, um, yeah, I think I just feel overwhelmed. I just, you know, I don't know. It just, it's just how I am. Like my family, like you know, talks about it all the time. But the reason I hate Halloween specifically today is because I don't know if any of you out there have children to go to private school. (laughs) Only one of my four children go to private school. I clearly love her the most (laughs) as the rest (laughs) of them are in public hell. Okay. Um, Anyways, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm going to volunteer. I like went through the whole process. You know, you have to get your hours in or you have to pay your $500 at the end of the year, whatever. So I'm going to go serve like quote unquote hot lunches for my hour to get my one hour of services that I'm supposed to do out of the 25, I guess. And I get there. First of all, I had a really cute, fun outfit on, but then I thought, oh, I can't wear this, my hot mess shirt with my Converse's because I'll clearly be judged. Get there. And then I go in with, now granted, I do have some ripped jeans on, whatever. You know, I have dress shoes on with them. I made it look fine. I go in. And then I find out not only can I not volunteer because I already filled out my 10 pieces of paperwork, but of course my 11th was not complete. My background check. Why am I supposed to do the background check? I don't fucking understand that. Does that even make sense? Why would I do a, my own background check? And why do I need a background check to serve chicken nuggets and french fries? That's all I want to know. Then while I'm there, I have this mom and her fucking mouse ears who decides she wants to look at me up and down. And I'm sorry, Minnie Mouse and your little rodent that you decided to bring in today that I have an outfit on and you decided you want to dress like your five-year-old. Not my problem. (laughs) Okay. Not my problem. And that, you know, private school's great, but I can speak on both terms because I have private school and public kids. And I knew I was going to be judged in my ripped jeans. And then they all saw me. Then I had to walk out there with my tail in between my legs while Jolly Dan, who didn't have to work today, gets to go serve nuggets and let fuck Karen, her name was Nancy, decided to stare me up and down as I walked out of my ripped jeans because I couldn't serve nuggets because I didn't complete my background check. So anyways, I don't like Halloween. I <laughs> literally don't know what to say to that. Um, 
my kid's not in private school, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically she is in private school, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Me too. I feel very sorry for myself. And if you want to talk about it, you can email us at MattGirlsInMarketingPod at gmail.com. Well, like, I feel like that's such a good point. Very theatrically brought to the table. (laughs) But, like, as moms and, like, moms that have to work, like, you know, we just, we have stuff that we can't do, like like other parents can and it's not even working it's it's running your own company i'm not going to the parade today not going to the parade and you know what it's okay because i'm gonna go walk in the rain tonight and get more candy that i already have because i went trick-or-treating 14 times this month from october 1st until october 31st we have candy i don't even want to go i don't even want to go i hope i hope it rains rains all over me i mean it's raining right now unfortunately (laughs) but (laughs) Um, on that note, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our. So much Thank good. You. Thank you for uh, bringing that to <laughs> all of us to hear. <laughs> um, you but, give me a mic, I'm going to talk. Okay, and this is what's going to happen. I really just want to say thank you to everyone who told us that they love Nicole's Baltimore accent because. <laughs> God, <laughs> maybe we can make some merch along those lines. Like, you no, know, I don't even say Baltimore. I say Baltimore, but I think my O's are pronounced very well. I do not say Hun. You know, I mean, good for all you who do. Go with it. Go with it. I, but I will not be saying Hun anytime soon. I do like burger cookies, and well, who doesn't? It's literally chocolate ice, and I like Old Bay. So you know, whatever I need to do. If you're going to listen because of my accent, let's go Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So you want to jump into it? Yeah, mine as well. What's our topic today? Our topic is when businesses don't take you seriously. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I just, you know, I feel like I always start with, you know, um, I feel like being in our position as business owners, but even maybe as an entrepreneur, no, actually as an entrepreneur, I mean, salespeople out there, no matter, even if you're not in marketing and advertising, um, realtors deal with it. Everybody deals with it. Um, but I find that, you know, as a female, not to go down the, you know, feminist rabbit hole, but I've sat in many rooms with men because most of the business owners that I've dealt with, and I believe that Victoria deals with as well, are male business owners. And I cannot tell you how many times I feel like they're just looking at me like, you know what? She's really cute. And I know she has all this experience. And I know she's had her own business for five years. And I know she works with some of the biggest home service companies in Maryland, D.C., Virginia. But you know what? She's just not smart enough to handle my millions of dollars worth of business. And I really feel like that's something that I've struggled with, you know. And on the other hand, I haven't. I have clients that who are male owners who completely respect me, but I definitely feel like I have to be a chameleon and I have to come in overly confident. I have to dress a certain way, especially at first, and I have to earn my space in that room. Absolutely positively. I feel like that happens all the time. You know, take it for instance, I mean, we're, we we all get judged just in day-to-day life, like everyday life, like what, you know, if, if I decide to get up in the morning and roll out of bed and I have sweatpants on just because I have to get up and I have milk because I ran out of milk and my kids need milk and I run up to the store and I happen to run into somebody like that's, that's impressionable. 
that's exactly what happened. Like they they take that moment they saw me and that's how I get I get looked at and that's how I'm being viewed. Now I walk into the grocery store three hours later. I'm in my work clothes. I got my hair up, my makeup on, my heels on. I'm completely viewed differently as a female, right? And I feel like a lot of times too, I don't know if you feel like this, Victoria. It's like almost sometimes you can't let your guard down. It's like I feel like because I can also be fun and I can I can throw a few beers back and have fun. It's all, all of a sudden it's like I'm not taken seriously in that sense because like, well, she can't have fun and also be a business owner. But men can go to the bar, right, when they get off work who own businesses and make millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And nobody's going, man, you know what? I don't think he does his job well. He probably definitely doesn't run a business. Do you find that? I mean, I feel like this is like, I feel like this is a, constant battle and things that women no matter what industry no matter what position you're in constantly go through so yes and no like I can see where you're coming from with that but the problem that I normally have when it comes to uh, people in general not taking me seriously and it might just be because of my anxiety and what I think in my head but I feel like when I'm um, when people know I'm a mom and I run a business I literally have to tell them like I'm not selling drug sales do you know what I mean? Right, right, like, right. And so I'm, I'll be like, oh, yeah, like I, I, I own my own business. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And then I feel like, well, it's like an actual like legit business. Like I have an LLC. And <laughs> and it's just it, – it's such a weird feeling because like guys don't do that. And that's not the whole point of this podcast, right, is not to be like – Yeah, it's not like, oh – Man um, haters and Yeah, stuff. no, not at all, not at all. The, the whole bar issue, like I've never – I shouldn't say they don't take me seriously because of – that but there was this oh I just remembered there's this one story I can tell you that I don't think I actually no I think I did call you when this happened Mm -hmm. yeah so I was in a meeting and it was all guys and I'm not really used to I'm used to using the fact that I'm a female to my advantage I play the dumb part for a little bit Mm -hmm. till I open my mouth and then usually that's where I get my respect Mm -hmm. right and I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. Like, I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I go to this, like, one meeting, and I'm sitting down, and it's just me and these two guys, and everything seems to be okay. Well, they wanted something that I didn't do, so we scheduled a second meeting with, like, a partner, essentially, like, a, a strategic partner that would help me with stuff like this. Um, that's where it got weird. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it got really weird. So this guy, the owner of the company – that we were trying to sell services to, he told me to stop talking two times during the meeting. Oh my God. Yeah. And that it wasn't like that before. And I'm just like, what the fuck is your deal, bro? Like, yeah. I'm literally sitting here making my point, being valid. Like, I don't understand. And we left the meeting and, and the guy that I had brought with me, like my counterpart, I called him because it was bothering me. And like, I don't take a lot of things to heart, Nicole. Like, you you know that. Yeah. But I, I called him and I was like, hey, was that weird or was that just me? And he goes, no, that was fucking weird. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. I'm not wasting any more time on these people. I stopped reaching out. I don't know if they wound up using the other guy. I don't think they did. But I was like, this is a waste of my time. Like, I don't understand why the CEO of this company thinks that he can talk to me like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't being obnoxious. Like, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't, you know, this was in the middle of the day. So that was probably the most recent time that's happened. But most of the time when I, I feel like I'm not being taken seriously, it's because of my age. Yeah. I No, I, I hear you. And well, that's the thing, too. It's like, look, I'm 39. It's not like I'm a 20-year-old kid. Yeah, I'm kid. 34. You know what I so. mean? So, But I feel the same way. It's like I feel like 
and this does not happen all the time. So look, I, you know, like I said, I think you have to be a chameleon. There's times where I've gone in and I kind of played like the super, like I'll sit and listen, polite. And look, I'm okay with doing that. I'm okay knowing that as a female, it's, it's good to be good looking. It's good to dress well. It's good to, I mean, I, I it is what it is. So I'm not going to sit here and like cry wolf about anything. My whole point is that I do feel like we have to work harder. We have to work harder for what we want. And I think that's okay. I'm okay with that. What, where it's not okay is where I I don't care if you look at me and, and I can see that you're checking me out. I don't care if you kind of talk down to me a little bit. I mean, I, I have a hard exterior. I don't like when I'm in a room and I'm being belittled. Like, why did you ask me to come here? Yeah. You didn't have to. We, I, I asked for the meeting. You could have said no at any time. You could have or said when no at any time. they ask for it. That's like what I this, mean, though. Yeah, like this specific one yeah. that I was telling you about, he asked me to be there. And so I think, like, at the end of the day, those interactions are learning experiences Absolutely. for all of us. Absolutely. Um, it's a good way to also build bonds with people because I think I called you shortly after that, and this was, like, earlier in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it, it, as much as crazy as it sounds, like, I knew then that, like – me and you could actually facilitate a relationship because your brain was like, no, fuck him. He's wrong. You know, and yeah. you were kind of, um, uh, what's the word? Solidifying or reiterating like the feelings that I had because here I am like someone newly to newly business owner thinking like, oh, things are going great. And then you go on this meeting and it's like, you get slapped across the face and he was fine the meeting before. That's what I don't understand. Yeah, I, you know, I think it builds character. I, I think it it gives you humility, which I think we all need to go through. I, you know, even at a young age, I think people should go through that. You know, I had a similar experience. Long story short, I went in. I, it was a it was a law group. Um, I mean, I would I, I couldn't even believe that I had the meeting. I, I I was like, there's like, and I was like, right there to get it, right there, like big law group, multi market. It was a referral from a rep that's in this market who I love and work really close with. Got the meeting. And I kind of came at, I came in there and I didn't, it was looking back, the the meeting sucked. Um, But in hindsight, I should have went in and took more control and I should have put all my cards down the table. And what I didn't, I didn't do that. So I found myself in this meeting with two other men who were coming in from a creative side, um, doing the commercials and stuff. I'm coming in from a media buying side. I'm handling all the TV, radio, um, print, all that. That I was totally open to working with these other two guys, and they were like, "No, nope." They're they like, just "Oh, well, no. you can, you can, you can, you can facilitate your services through us, and we'll give you a small percentage." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." no. And they're like, "Well, no, like we're we'll be the face of you know everything that's happening." I'm like, "No, I'm I'm happy to work with you guys." Now, they had been in business for 25 years and little old me over here by myself, you know, clearly didn't know what she was doing. She had no no business being there. And I'm like, no, I was like, we can we can be partners. I was like, and then I had to like stop them. I go, I I have my own business. Why would I have to get everything greenlighted by you? That makes no sense. And meanwhile, the clients sitting at the head of the table, like heads going back, like spinning, like clearly knew this was not going to be a good match. And it wasn't for me because I was willing because in, in you know, this this side of the business, it's not unusual to partner with a social media company. It's not unusual to partner with a PPC and SEO company when you're when you're when your agency handles all traditional media. So why they came in like guns a blazing and didn't, you know, didn't want to see the opportunity 
that we both were going to make a ton of money out of this. It was they were just being chauvinistic and were completely just trying to push me out when what ended up happening, neither one of us got the business. So, but you know what? It wasn't meant to be and it's okay. And I learned from it and I won't let that happen again. But, you know, once again, I think that it, it it's hard. It, it's hard being in these situations where you kind of have to prove yourself. Not only, it's not even about being a female. I think it's when you appear younger or, or, or not even younger. What if you're a female, but you mentioned you have kids? Well, it's like, she couldn't possibly run a business and have kids. That's the other thing. You know, you, you yeah. definitely could. Like I honestly, I've felt, I've put, I've been in situations where I don't say anything about my kids. Cause the minute they're like, you have, you, what, you have four, there's, well, how, how are you getting all this done? Like, what do you, how are you going to handle it? And it's like, that shouldn't even matter. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't ask a man that. And I, and I hate, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't ask a guy that. So, you know, um, I, I'm, I have no problem going up against men. I've, I'm super proud of both of us for where we are in our businesses. But I think it's these type of things where you have to come in confident. You have to don't take no for an answer. You will know the business that you're the type of clients you're supposed to work with, the type of clients you're not supposed to work with. And quite honestly, you do have to be a chameleon in this business. You have to be a chameleon. You have to know how to navigate through these things because at the end of the day, men are just not going to have to deal with the same obstacles that we deal with. And that's just what it is. And it's okay. Right? Well, yes. It is what it is. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm like so extremely grateful for, and I've probably done numerous posts about this on my personal Facebook page, but having the right people in your corner, my accountant, right? His name is John. Absolute doll baby. Him and his family are like, we consider them like really good family friends to the point where they're like almost family at this point. Um, the thing that I love about him is he really is like an advocate for his clients, mm-hmm. not just like a consultant or a tax prepper, or whatever the fuck accountants are called nowadays. But there was this one, <laughs> there's a couple of times actually. CPAs. Yeah, whatever the fuck you guys are. Doing, I don't do numbers. Um, okay, they won't be advertising with us. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so pretty much what happened was when I first started the company, I got a contract written, which has since changed a little bit here and there. But in there, it said something about 1099-ing mm-hmm. Red Ball, which, okay, I didn't really know at the time what it meant. My attorney put it in there. I was just like, okay, cool, whatever, you know, like, but things have changed so much since then. But mm-hmm. anyway, that that clause was in there up until recently. And my accountant, um, I asked him for whatever form you need to be a 1099. Mm-hmm. The, I guess it's the 1099, It right? is a 1099. <laughs> Where are we going with this? We'll talk about oh that in our next God. episode. Yeah. 1099s. So- <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> it is Monday, by the way, just in case everybody's wondering. Sober. Not for much longer, though. <laughs> um, but so anyway, he straight up emailed me and goes like, stop letting people 1099 you. You are a legit business. You have worked your ass off to get here, like going on and on about just yeah. being in my corner. And I was kind of taken aback by that because he was pretty much like scolding me for letting people treat me like I'm not. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. And you need people like that in your corner, um, especially people who know what a 1099 is if they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you have to have people in your corner. You have to, if you, if you want to be a successful person individually or in business, you have to have people in your corner. And I feel the same way. I have, I mean, look, you'll read any business book that says 
you need, you know, um, what's it called? Um, uh, partners in believing, like you need accountability people. You do, you, you need people who they might not understand what you do. I, all my friends that believe in me have no goddamn idea what I do. By the way, stop selling what I do because you have no idea what I do. They try to give me business. And I'm like, please stop trying to sell. Please stop trying to sell me because you have no idea what I do. Like they literally think I, I put like print ads on diner placemats. I, oh, that's I, not what you do. No, no, not, no, not at all. No, right. Exactly. <laughs> F you. Um, exa- but it's like my people in my corner and you will learn this. Like anybody who's listening, who I don't even, it, I don't care what type of business you're in. Get people in your corner who believe in you, who honestly like or like root for you every day, might not understand a goddamn thing you do. Brianna, I don't understand a goddamn thing you do in government. I don't understand any of it. You tell me about it on our walks and our runs. I don't understand a goddamn thing you do. But you know what? I support her. Like I'm in her corner. Like that's a friend of Victorian eyes. Like we like it's you know, it's about, and it's not a big, it's not a big group of people, but whether it's your CPA or your husband or your wife or the ambulance driver who's going by us right now. Yeah. I don't know if y'all could hear that. Um, like, you know, like, but seriously have people in your corner because they're the people who are going to build you up so that when you go out to these businesses, you are taken seriously and, and get surround yourself with those people. So I don't know. I, I feel like we're, I personally feel like we're just going to always be in those situations where where we may or not be take be taken seriously, and, and I and I don't care what age you are. I'm sure there's women who are much older who feel the other side of it. Well, you know, wait till you're older and have to deal with going out in front of businesses, and wait you know, till or you're wait, dead, and then maybe or, finally you'll know what you're yeah, talking maybe, about. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll know what you're talking about. But you know, I I have to tell myself, and I and I have to remind myself of this: is that when you go into a room and you're selling something, and people are are they're taking that time to have that meeting with you. You are the expert in your industry. You might not know shit that they do, but you're the expert in your industry and they're taking that time out to meet with you. And I've had to remind myself of that because sometimes I get nervous when I'm going to meet with these like automotive dealers or these, you know, home improvement guys that I don't really understand what sewer lining is or I don't understand. Yeah, I I don't know because they're experts in their field, but I know the philosophy and I know how to build out media and like that's what I'm good at and so that's just what I have to keep telling myself that I'm good at what I do and I can help bring people to you but on the back end you have to be good at what what you're at so you know I don't know I feel like people are just not going to take us seriously sometimes just like I don't take you seriously right now Because you're looking at your mic, like you're going to eat it. I know. I like literally just like had my nose. I was resting my nose up against it. But speaking of people in your corner, I want to give a real quick shout out to Tom. Well, Tom, Tom, our producer is just off the charts. His ass was in here for like an hour trying to help us set these mics up because we have two mics now. Oh, yes. Yes. And this is our first recording in the office space. In the office. Thank you, Victoria from Red Ball Consulting. Um, but I did want to give a shout out to Evan at the discount store. So talking about people, the right people in your corner. Oh, yes. I Evan, have to meet Evan. Yes. Evan and her <clears throat> husband own the discount store. If you're listening, they ship like all over the place. This place is bomb. Oh, we're plugging. This is our first I know. Plug. I know. But so here's the thing, though, is like Evan did not ask me to do this. But um, I was so touched the other day. Oh, hold on. Her website is thediscountstoreonline.com. It's bomb, I'm telling you. Um, but so Evan reached out to me 
uh, last week when the podcast launched and she, I did not like ask her to listen to it. She just saw that I put it on Facebook and went and listened to it. And she literally said, when you guys are ready for ads, let me know. I'd love to be the first one. And, and she left us our first review. Oh, I know. All right, Evan. So thank you, Evan. And when we get some reviews, I would love to like steal this from like a different podcast I listen to, but doing like a review of the week, which would be so fun. Um, just to give a shout out to people. Like if you put a review in there, like drop your business name, drop your name. Like we would love to give you a shout out. Um, cause we really are just so touched that all the support that we've had so far. And this is just amazing. And it was just an idea that Nicole had and (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Here we are. So anyway, that's it for us for today, guys. Mm -hmm. But because who does take us seriously, our listeners, and we appreciate you. So thank you. Nicole, what's the email for people to reach out to us at? It is madgirls in marketing pod at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Yep. The handles oh. Mad Girls and Marketing Pod. Yes. Is our handle for Facebook and Instagram and I believe LinkedIn too, right? Yeah. Yep. Try to keep it all the same. Um, leave some love on the social media pages. My intern Julia is managing them for us right now and she's doing an awesome job. Mm-hmm. But until next time, guys, let's stay mad about marketing. <laughs>